1: I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today.
2: Hey, this is Sarah Wyman. I'm one of the producers of Household Name. There are going to be new episodes of Household Name in your podcast feed very soon. But in the meantime, if you want to keep up with us, there are two great ways to do that. First, you can join our Facebook group. Just search Household Name Podcast. And you can subscribe to our brand news newsletter. There's a link for you in the episode description. But in the meantime, I don't want to send you off empty-handed. So while we work on new episodes of Household Name, I want to share another show you can listen to. And I think you're really going to like it. It's called Lost at the Smithsonian. And it's a new pop culture history podcast from Stitcher that explores the little-known stories behind iconic artifacts at the National Museum of American History. The host is Asif Manvi, who you may know from The Daily Show. And in every episode, Manvi examines the impact of a fascinating cultural artifact. Think Fonzie's leather jacket, Dorothy's ruby slippers. Here's Manvi coming across the robe Muhammad Ali wore while he trained for his famous rumble in the jungle against George Foreman. The robe is a reminder of the political and cultural context of the times that made this one of the most important sporting and entertainment events of the 20th century.
1: Back in Smithsonian storage, what looks like an unassuming terry cloth training robe with simple black lettering, that says Muhammad Ali and above is his signature. It's a little frayed at the edges here, a little yellow, represents an icon but, uh, and a legend. Who was the greatest that sports has ever produced?
0: Here comes Ali. You can see him there, very calm. It's age against youth.
1: So you've got these two American, African-American boxers, George Foreman, Muhammad Ali. Ali is—he lost his title.
0: He lost his title. Yes. And now he
1: was try attempt to regain the title. And Foreman was the current heavyweight Mm -hmm. boxing champion. The odds were stacked against Ali, right. right out of the gate, because he was older, Foreman had was undefeated. And he's a formidable opponent, yes, for sure. When I meet this man, if you think the world will surprised when Nixon resigned, wait till I whip Foreman's behind. And in terms of the actual, the fight in Zaire, how did that come about?
0: It was with Don King. Uh, I think they had connections with the people in Zaire and thought this would be like this great new sort of mass spectacle that would elevate interest in not only the fight, but also the nation of Zaire. And also, like, you know, they had this big concert. And this, James Brown.
1: In addition to being a major sporting event, the Rumble in the Jungle was also a major musical event. James Brown was there, B.B. King was there, the Spinners were there. And the man who organized this global spectacle? Well, that was none other than legendary boxing promoter Don King.
0: Getting these super giants to come into one fold and do one thing 6,000 miles from home, that was blackness. That was the strength. To accept blackness, to help blackness, to trust blackness, and to associate yourself with blackness. We all are citizens of the world, you know. It ain't about us being like we want to be against nobody, but it's about us saying that
1: we are for each other.
0: So that there was this celebration connecting African culture with African American culture that, that could be both celebrated and exploited in some ways yeah. in order to get people excited about the fight. And I think that at the time that was a kind of a new concept.
1: But in terms of Rumble in the Jungle, considered one of the most important sporting events of the 20th century, why do you think that was?
0: You know, in the long run, there's a lot of big events, but they don't always hold up. So you have this huge audience for a championship fight that was, like, incredible. There's the Ali story itself, and Ali's rope-a-dope finish to that fight, where he got, let himself get punched, basically, and tricked Foreman, and knew he had one shot and was able to accomplish it, <laughs> and that was yeah. huge.
1: Ali's rope-a-dope finish was the key to his victory. He let himself get backed up against the ropes, then used his arms to block as many of Foreman's punches as he could. Once Foreman was worn out, Ali made his move. We'll get into Rope It in a few minutes, but just know it was all about outsmarting his younger opponent.
0: Muhammad Ali dancing around. This will be the national anthem of the country of Zaire.
1: I mean, I know that, like for myself, growing up in a a Muslim family, Mm -hmm. and my parents growing up in India in in the 60s, you know, Ali, the fact that he was this outspoken black Muslim. I think there were a lot of Muslims around the world who sort of took ownership of him in some ways. You know, like he's one of us. Mm -hmm. And so I just remember as a kid the idea of sort of giving the middle finger to colonialism and the oppression. By not going and fighting in Vietnam... Mm -hmm. Why should I go and fight the white man's war? What have they done for me as a black American? So I think there was a real resonance about this fight being in Africa of all places, right? I I think if it had been in America, I don't think it would have had the same impact.
0: Sure, right, yeah. Yeah. The international scope of it was important. And, you know, he won three, you know, lost and won three times, the, the belt. So, like, that kind of, like, just adds to this kind of legacy and stature that he had. also so smart and funny you know how to use his controversy to kind of help his you know bank account as well as the people who's fighting so i think all around he's just like really as they say remarkable in the term that he's worth remarking upon because he's so distinctive
1: when i got to africa i had one hell of a rumble i had to beat tarzans behind first for claiming to be the king in the jungle
2: That was a sneak peek of Lost at the Smithsonian with Asif Manvi. If you want to hear more, you can find the show in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Keep an eye on our podcast feed for updates about the future of Household Name. We're going to have new episodes for you very soon. And in the meantime, we love hearing from you. Say hello. Email us at householdname at insider.com. Join the Household Name Facebook group or leave us a review wherever you listen. We read all of your messages. And thanks so much for listening. We'll be back soon.